but <laughs> let's rewind now. So from Marco's graduation, he, <laughs> he was asked to make a speech. Really? Yes. Is it like, it's almost like a, like a miscongeniality in a way? Like do, do kids like vote and somebody gets to talk or? No, he had told me he, we were driving last week and, uh, he happened to tell me as I was driving and I, I was like, you're going to make me crash that he's like, oh, ma, I was asked to make a speech for my class for graduation. And I said, no. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I'm your co-host, Erica Spira. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for emailing in. You can email us your questions at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, what's new, Lisa? What is the latest on the family? Latest on the family is I'm having a long week. I have three (laughs) graduations this week. Three. 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 That We're starting off with Carlo's virtual graduation. Okay. You know, Carlo's going into the school that he's at. They change schools after fourth grade. So he's going into the fifth grade. I can't believe my baby's going into the fifth grade. So it's kind of like the middle school for them. Yeah. Fifth through, what is it? Fifth through eighth? Fifth through eight. Yeah. Um. So he's having a virtual graduation which honestly i i thought things were getting better i don't know why we have to keep it virtual <laughs> even though the weather is beautiful and we could do things outside yeah but probably just easier to plan honestly. i'm going with the flow yeah so we have a virtual graduation for carlo that's on that's on tuesday then on friday we have a graduation for marco marco is graduating eighth grade and going into high school mm-hmm. and then saturday graduation for Sophia it's like one after the other <laughs> yeah I was gonna say like uh so is there four years between Marco and Carlo there's four years between Marco and Carlo and four years between Marco yeah. and Sophia you know it's funny I know a lot of I actually knew a few families that like strategically the kids were four years apart oh really but I think it was more in planning of like paying for college situation so you're not paying for like two colleges at the same time yeah 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 makes sense but then it doesn't hit you of the like yeah the graduations and the other things falling like at the same exact time (laughs) between everybody yeah so we have uh, a lot going on this week you know then we got to make sure this is the other thing i was faced with because well not much for carlo because this is virtual so there really was no dress code right but for marco you know, they had to dress in, you know, slacks and a button down and a tie. I haven't bought clothes for my kids, my boys, I should oh, yeah. say, because it's been a COVID year and we haven't gone anywhere in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And just my son basically jumped from like kid sizes to men sizes. Oh, really? crazy i was like ordering stuff online because you know i'm really not i don't like to go into malls to tell you the truth unless i have to especially my kids are not going to come with me i mean Uh, well yeah they really just don't want to shop none of my kids even my (laughs) daughter she's like i'll wear whatever you get me you never hear that from a girl but mine so my son is in men's clothes Mm -hmm. if you can imagine so we got his his outfit you know was good and then the for Sophia's graduation, the way her school does it is all the girls wear white. Yeah. Because they're not in cap and gown. And the boys have to wear um, gray slacks. 
with um, button down, a jacket, and a um, their school tie. And is it the same jacket? Like, is it like navy jacket, gray yeah. pants, white button down? Yep. Yeah, so it's all uniform. But they it's- wear a uniform to school, right? Well, they they always did, except this past COVID year, they dropped the dress code because um, they didn't want kids uh, getting changed in locker rooms for sports and stuff and okay. gym. Yeah. So they were able to wear a relaxed dress code this year. Oh, interesting. Which okay. I have to be honest, I wasn't a fan of because, um, you know, I feel that high school years are the years that they're prepping you to go out into the world. Mm-hmm. And... And again, things could have changed. Maybe I'm still thinking in the past. But when you go out into the world, you can't wear, you know, shorts and a t-shirt every day. True. And that was one aspect of the school that I really, really loved. So I'm looking forward to it to come back in September. Because um, I think these kids really need to know what it is to to look professional and, and dress professional to be get ready for the professional world. Well, when they had the uniform for school, was it like everyone wears like the same three kind of like polos or is it just like you need slacks and like a general exactly. like, dress up So code? basically you need um, you need slacks and you need a collared shirt. Oh, okay. So it's it's dressed up, but it's it's like you can have a little individuality. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Which that's what I loved. I, I, I don't want them to be military like, but at the same time, they need to... It makes them make a decision in the morning, mm-hmm. but with boundaries, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's it's funny though because friends I knew that did have like the full uniform of like it was like you either wear this skirt or this pair like mm-hmm. color of pants, and then like you know the white polo with the school logo or the you know navy polo with the school logo, whatever it was. They actually were like, oh, getting dressed is actually so easy. They're like because I have like three options. Yeah, but the only downside is like. Especially for women of like, at all times it would be like a polo t-shirt. And mm-hmm. it's like, look, for most women, it's not the most flattering thing to wear on your body because they're more like of a boy-shaped situation. Yeah. It's like, that's the only downside. But it was just funny to hear friends that like wore uniforms and I went to public school and I was like, oh my God, I would hate that. And they were like, yeah, it actually just like made it so easy. Yeah. Well, the, that was the boys dress code. The high school for the girls dress code is a little different. Oh, okay. Um, they got more options. Yeah. Um, they don't have to wear a polo. They can if they want, but they could wear, you know, a button-down shirt. Right. They could yeah. wear a nicer. You know, again, they have a, a description of what you could wear. Like if they wear, believe it or not, they could wear leggings, but the shirt that goes above it has to, you know, be a certain length, a nicer shirt. Right. They have boundaries that they cannot cross. It gives them options, but at least they look nice, if that makes sense. True. You know, I actually had a couple professors in college because there was some study that came out that was like, if you dress up or dress better, you do better on tests. I believe that. Like there's something of the mental mentality of it. I have to tell you, I believe that because if you eat better and you feel better, you when you go to take a picture, don't ask me how or why. The picture always comes out better. You present yourself in a different way. Yeah. You like your body language, everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I do believe that if you dress better, you 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 go to school with a different mentality and you do better. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the whole like eating breakfast in the morning. Exactly. Like it's your brain going like, mm-hmm. but I had teachers that they would be like, eat a breakfast before like this final. And then I would have to like dress nice for the final. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, I'm not going to let you in the room if you're like in sweatpants. They're like, you need to 
like present yourself because you'll perform better on the test. Yeah, well, for when my son, my my boys play ice hockey, and um, when it's the winter ice hockey season, every time they have a game, they must go to school in a suit and tie. Oh, fully dressed up. Yeah, fully a lot of sports dressed. teams will do that too. Yeah, I you would know? have to do that for a lot of sports. Yeah, and again, it 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 shows something. It shows that they're a team. It shows that they're going in this together and mentally. I feel like they perform better. Yeah. And a part of it too was uh, we had a specific thing we would have to wear like dress up wise when we did away games Mm -hmm. because it was like we are walking into someone else's school Mm -hmm. and we don't want to look like sloppy and like we don't respect their school was kind of the mentality Mm -hmm. of like we want to look decent. But I get it. I mean, it is true in the real world with work. I mean, not this year for people like exactly this year was really in leggings. But it is something of um, now that the world's kind of opened again, uh, I've like it's been exciting to like put on regular clothes and mm-hmm. just like go out with some friends. Like, but it is funny of like I was looking at my closet being like, oh, my gosh, I like, yeah, I haven't bought anything in so long. Or I haven't tried this stuff on in so long. So there's there's a little anxiety with it. But then like when you put it on an outfit, I was like, oh, it's like I do look good. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, you forget what it looks like, you know, but um Listen, bottom line is they all looked really nice. They all looked uniformed. The girls, even though they all had really different white dresses, they all were in white. It looked so pretty. Yeah. It just says sharp. something, you know? It just says something. And oh, yeah. It was definitely. Mo- it's, you know. I was going to say, did anything stick out from the graduation ceremonies? Like, they are typically long, which, you know, because everybody needs their moment. But I'm curious, what, did anything stick out to you from, like, the speeches that were told? Um, You know... My my daughter's graduation really was it, it was a little bit over an hour and a half maybe oh, or that's so. Not bad at all. Well, they have a small graduating class. It's only about yeah. 110 kids. Um, but I have to say, um, as far as the speeches, they had two valedictorian speeches. One completely opposites. Like, okay, honestly, they couldn't have been more opposite speeches. <laughs> to me, that's always the most interesting part. To me, though, is hearing yeah. the kids speak and like, are they going to do a theme? Like, what's their speech going to be about? So, so what were they? Yeah. So, so one speech focused more on her um, achievements being in the school and. She happened to be a great basketball player. Oh, okay. So, so she spoke mostly about that stuff. Where the other valedictorian speech was a more generalized, including more of the class. Mm-hmm. More of, you know, their hardships of what they encountered and how they fought through it. And how they're, they're more like um, better off people for going through what they went through. So, even though they were both very interesting speeches, complete opposites. So, I mean, I just, I just thought that it was nice that the one speech included ha- the basically what they all went through, like mm-hmm. you know, and it was just it's it stuck out. I have to say, it definitely stuck out. But <laughs> let's rewind now. So, for Marco's graduation, he <laughs> he was asked. To make a speech. Really? Yes. Is it like, it's almost like a, like a miscongeniality in a way? Like do, do kids like vote and somebody gets to talk or? No, he had told me he, we were driving last week and uh, he happened to tell me as I was driving and I, I was like, you're going to make me crash. 
that he's like, oh, Ma, I was asked to make a speech for my class for graduation. And I said, no. I'm like, that's when I almost crashed. I'm like, what? Is this on the way to the graduation? He tells no, you? No, no. Oh. This was just in the car. I guess he just decided that this is a good time to break the news to yeah, me. Yeah. He said, no. Why didn't he want to do it? I said, and that was my question to him. I said, why did you say no? I said, you know what an honor that is? Yeah. Oh, because then I would have had to write something. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, help me, please. I said, do you think that I wouldn't have been there to help you? Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? I said, do you know what an honor it is for a parent to see their child go up there and speak? <laughs> well, he's not thinking about that part. Well, I decided not to tell my husband at that moment in time. Okay. Do you know what I know when I told my husband? What? When we were sitting at graduation. Really? And the child that went up to make the speech that was supposed to be my child. Really? I leaned over to my husband and I said, I just want to let you know that your son was supposed to make this speech. And he looked at me. I said, yeah, he was asked, but he declined. We looked at each other and we were <laughs> like, you're kidding me, right? Mm-hmm. So it was just whatever. Well, here's I, the thing. Or I was going to say, good thing about Marco is I think a lot of people in life deal with like the inability to say no to things that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sounds like he doesn't, he he could say no. That's, yeah, that's, no, you know? he definitely can. Uh, because, you know, it's either like he could say no or, you know, I don't know. Do you think he's nervous to talk in public? Or do you think it really was just the like, ah, I got to think of a speech to make. I don't want to. I think it was more the anxiety of having to write a speech. It is hard because you, like you said, like you're speaking and you're like, okay, I want to include everyone mm-hmm. and I want this to be good. I want it to be memorable. Like, and then the actual act of like delivering the speech is like a whole nother level. Yeah. No, I don't. I, Marco loves to speak. <laughs> Marco is very outgoing. So my thing was, I think his, his anxiety came from. How am I going to write this speech? Which kind of disappoints me because all these years we've always been there to support him. And anytime he needed help with anything, I always made sure we got him the help or we helped him. What would have made him think that we wouldn't have helped him this time? Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah, I know. But it's a... <laughs> You know, I mean, I experience this just with doing stand-up comedy that I'll be in whatever things. If it's like a, someone's birthday or a, whatever it is that there's like a group of people that then people will just throw to me as like, oh, like make like a toast or something. Like start us off. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like, oh, how about you just like perform some comedy right now? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and it's, it's the same thing. If I'm like, I, I'm fine speaking in public, but it's like you want me to go up unprepared or... Or it's also just like the pressure of it mm-hmm. that I'm like doing comedy is very different than like making a toast to everyone yes. at whatever party or thing. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I'm kind of bummed because I would be curious what he would write about. Yes. Right? No. Well, I could tell you this. <laughs> he'll probably never make that mistake again. You don't think so? No. You think he really will? I think he knows that, not, listen, my son would never disappoint me, but I think he knows that. After I said to him, you know what an honor that would be to see as a parent to see your child up there. Marco is a pleaser. Marco wants to please. So if he ever does get approached again in the future to do something like that, I can guarantee you he'll say yes because he 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 wants to see me, my husband and I just staring at him, being you know not that we're not proud, but yeah, just honoring that moment, you know. Yeah, or also you were telling him like. 
it would have been great. Like you would have been great. Like he would have been so good. I know? mean, he's such a good like. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. He's the biggest bullshit artist. <laughs> Maybe that's why they asked him. Yeah, like Marco <laughs> has something to say about anything and everything, and he's quick too. Yeah, like okay. he is very quick with his remarks. All right, so he's funny. He's a funny guy. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> it's it, what's interesting is like at my high school there was like the valedictorian. I don't know who started it, but basically someone was valedictorian, and like their speech was like themed. I forget mm-hmm. what they picked. Right? I, no, I think it was one kid actually. It was like a Star Wars themed speech. Oh boy! And they used all these like Star Wars analogies or whatever. But here's the thing: very memorable, uh-huh. right? Like everyone uh-huh. was like, "Wow, that kid's whole speech was about Star Wars uh-huh. and somehow related it to real life and the future <laughs> and what happened this past year." So, but then it started this trend. So all the valedictorians would do like a theme, and I remember like the one was Star Wars, and then the girl after that, I swam with her. Her speech was about Harry Potter, because there was a Harry Potter fan club at the high school, and she was a big member of it. But oh, also, wow. it's like it was a very big pop culture reference that we all knew. So I remember that and going to like the graduations and, and my valedictorian didn't do um, a theme, which is totally fine. But then in college, there was this contest for the graduation of like, you had to submit basically a speech to speak at graduation. So uh-huh. it wasn't just like valedictorian gets uh-huh. to speak. It was just like, submit, there's this contest and you're going to present to like the communications board mm-hmm. and we're going to pick and then win. So I remember me and my roommate both submitted. She got into like the finals and then she had to go and do her speech in person and she didn't get it. And I remember being so bummed for her because she was so funny, like was in play, so very performative. Yeah. So I was like, oh, and you would sell it. I'm like, you would get uh-huh. up there, sell it. You'd be comfortable. Like, great. So the girl that ends up getting the speech, I don't know till graduation. We're there. I'm sitting there. Her speech was themed of Harry Potter as well. Oh, boy. And it was just so funny to me. I just was sitting there being like, wow, this is hilarious that like I heard one in high school and then now I'm hearing one as graduating college and it's like, I, I don't even know if the movies were still coming out at that That's time. That's so crazy. But I just was like, this is so interesting that people, that is the thing they thought of to like relate to real life. Can you imagine? See now, if I had the theme speech at a graduation around something, the first movie that comes up to my head is Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Really? <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Mine would be, you know what mine would be? Mine would be Mean Girls, probably. Oh, really? Because that is about like yeah. high school life, if I was in high school. I don't You're know right. how I would make it like, I mean, it is about life. It kind of is about getting along and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's, <laughs> I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like Goodfellas, to be honest. Uh, no, gonna that's be like, my husband's department. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because, yeah, I'm like, it is, I think it's, I don't know. I think it is harder to try to pick a theme. Because, because yeah. then with the theme, you're like, okay, this is a theme that everybody understands. I never seen this reference. Or do you just say like, screw it. I'm going to pick this theme and whoever knows this yeah. thing is going to love it. And some people aren't going to listen, but some people weren't going to listen anyway. So I-, I would definitely go with Ferris Bueller's Day Off because I'm thinking <laughs> about like the scene with him on the float. I probably would put that song on at the end of my speech. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah, I would have said to my son to do something like that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, next time. Next time. I know. Or we could maybe we'll get him on the podcast. We'll like, give us a yeah, speech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be fun. Yes. <laughs> you have to give one to us. Maybe next time. Definitely. Yeah, right? uh, okay. All right. Let's get to. We have a couple emails. Uh, thank you guys for emailing in. If you want to send us a question, it's what's up, cuz pod at gmail.com. That's what's up, cuz pod at gmail.com. So, all right. This person is in a job dilemma. Hi, Lisa. I am a 34-year-old housewife with three children. 
I have a diploma as a tour operator, but I have always worked through agencies as an employee in various companies. I have never used my studio. After two years at being at home, by my choice and for the third pregnancy, I want to make a career, but I don't know what I want. One day I say one thing and one day I say another. What would you do? Thank you. Um, what would I do? I would pick something and just go with it because the more you procrastinate and the more you keep changing your mind, days are going to go by, then weeks are going to go by and months are going to go by. We all know that the hardest thing of starting anything new is the beginning. It's actually starting it. That's whether you're starting a new job, whether you're starting a diet, Uh whether you're starting anything, a project at home. The hardest part is actually getting jumping into it and starting it. So I think by you that keep changing your mind and what you want to do, more time is going to go by. I say you jump into it and start the first thing that pops into your head and give it a month or so. And after a month, you'll know, is this the direction you want to go with? Because if it's not, then that second idea you had, you need to, as hard as it is, you need to jump into that too. So you won't know what you like until you start something. And I think that by you flopping back and forth and and changing your mind on which career path you want to go with, you're just basically procrastinating and it's not going to go anywhere. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. There could be a lot of different ways of seeing it. But I know that for me personally, anytime I start something new, um, the hardest part of some starting something is actually starting it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I was going to say this reminds me of like some advice I heard recently. And it was actually about like kids getting like internships and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was about like this person that didn't like the internship that they got. And they like hated it. So they worked like eight weeks and they were like, I hated it, blah, blah. And they were so bummed. They're like, I have all my friends. They love their internships, all this stuff. But then someone made the great point of being like, well, actually, you're probably better off hating something that you tried. Because they were like, you tried it. You really tried it eight weeks. And you thought that's what you wanted your career to be in. Mm -hmm. And it was very telling of like, okay, that's not what you want to do. Exactly. So it's the same thing of like, it's scary to start anything. It's also like, Okay, if you start something and give yourself whatever time period to stick with it, then you can reassess the situation at whatever the expiration is. Mm-hmm. So, like, probably the easiest thing to start, it sounds like, you know, you did tours through agencies. So I would be like, hey, maybe pick up, like, a day or two a week. Start doing that again. See if you like it. Yeah. Are you like, oh, you know what? I like this. I just like, you know, being able to get out of the house a couple days a week now that I have the kids and I'm usually at home. Like, maybe that would make you happy. But you're not going to know. Yeah, like you said, till you do it. Exactly. And and we all know that days, weeks, months, they fly by. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you're going to be sitting down saying, wow, three months ago, I was supposed to start something and we're three months later and I have not done anything. Yeah. And I think the other thing that gets hard too, because I experience this sometimes of like, you'll you'll be doing something and you're like, I love this thing, but every job has parts of it that you don't love. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, as much as like, I love doing stand-up comedy, like there are days where I'll be like, I don't have the energy. I don't want to go. I don't feel like performing, but it's just like, well, I have to go do it. Like this is the job. Exactly. So that's the other thing too, of sometimes I think all of us feel in any job, just like that kind of like, is this really what I want to do? Do I really, really like this? 
So, but like I said, you're not going to know until you do it. Or like you said, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, if you know me, you know that I like to change up my exercise routine once in a while and I need change. I need, you know, whether it's all right, right now I'm going to try weightlifting or right now I'm going to try, you know, trampoline classes. Um, I like to switch things up, but it's hard for me to actually start whatever I'm changing up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's so I, I know personally firsthand anything that's new in anyone's life. The hardest part is actually starting. Yeah, I'd agree. So I'm like, good luck. Good luck. I, I, know, it's, <laughs> I know it's hard with three kids to get anything done. So I'd say, uh, yeah, try a couple minutes a day, an hour a day, working on something that's towards uh, one of your options is what I would say. So. Yep. If you really want it, you always find the way to do it. True. Um, thank you for emailing in. And if any of you guys want to send us any questions, it's what's up cause pod at gmail.com. That's what's up cause pod at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a review, it helps the show grow and you can do so on Apple podcasts. So thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Till next time. Bye.